Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. It feels like it's been a minute. I know. Has it though? I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like I need to keep better track of when we record. Like I'll write it into my calendar because I keep yelling at myself about not looking at my calendar. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, we're back. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, We're still around. We are drinking. Drunkumentarying. We just ordered pizza. Not even drunk yet. Couldn't say that word. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Pizza. We don't regret it at all. Gotta go to the gym tomorrow anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good excuse, yeah. Yes. Um, So today we are going to watch a documentary on Hulu. It is called (laughs) Racing Extinction. It's an hour and a half. Wish us luck. Yeah. Um, I've heard of it before. I have not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, oh my fuck. (laughs) I'm pretty sure this is one that my best friend Victoria had watched before, so shout out to her. Love you. I think she listens. Can't wait to meet her. Yeah. Um. Can't believe I haven't met her yet. Yeah. So. We're going a puzzle, guys. Yes, sorry if you can hear that. Um. It's ASMR. Sorry I couldn't wait till we fucking (laughs) recorded the intro to do it. I just, it just came over me. Um. (gasps) (laughs) Dried puzzle glue. Anyways. Okay, I'm getting so off off subject. It's fine. It's a great Um, intro, you know? It's my favorite thing is when the intros and other podcasts are, like, not relevant to what they're doing. Wow, this is cool. (laughs) It's like pulling glue off of your hands when you were a kid. Yeah. In T-Ways, Racing Extinction um, seems like... So the first guy that we watched, like, the first few minutes just to see if it was something we were going to be interested in. Mm -hmm. And the guy is, like, he's the founder or the co-founder of the Ocean Preservation Society. Society. Yeah. So that's cool. Um... They're going to be talking about, like, how human humans yeah. yes. are go- are a cause of a new extinction. So I'm assuming mass we're going to talk about the... An- yeah. Mass extinction. I'm assuming we're going to talk about the Anthropocene and any research they have on that. Also, this was made in 2015, 15. Yes. So, yes. I mean, some of this is going to be outdated in ways. Um, yeah. But all this is super interesting. Cheyenne and I, I think we've talked about this before, but we are very environmentally oriented people. Yeah. So I think that... Save the planet. If anything, this will just, like, deepen our inspirations to be that way. Yeah. We often have, like, random discussions about stuff. Like, if something happens during our day, we're like, oh, and then it made me think about this and that and this and that. Yeah. It really, Here's like, something funny. My <laughs> sister today, she sent me a Snapchat of her. She was in class. And she's like, I'm cringing because there is a girl sitting next to me with her Starbucks cup. And she has, like, the cold foam lid. So mm-hmm. it's, like, the strawless lid, basically. Is there a straw in it? With a straw in it. Fuck! And my sister was like, Save the earth or don't. Or don't. <laughs> that's, an ha- that's a hashtag. Yeah. I don't so have, mine's not like funny, but mine made me really happy. I went to Target before you got home and mm-hmm. I only brought in two bags. You went to Target without me? I know. I had a list. <laughs> I had to go and I had to get the only this the list. podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm moving out. <laughs> I had to go get specific... I got us new coffee, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to go get some specific stuff. And I brought in two bags. One for the food and one for the not food. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And I went and did that. And then I got up to the lady and she goes... Because I didn't do self-checkout. Like... Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just fucking crowded. 
So I got up there and she goes, or I, and she started putting them in the plastic bag and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I didn't hand you these because they were under my arm. And she's like, no, thank you so much for bringing them. And I was like, you're welcome. Uh, you know what you. else? Um, speaking of like forgetting to bring your reusable bags at Publix on the cart return. So like, you know, you're either going to park right next to the cart return or you're going to just grab a cart from the cart return or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it literally says on the thing at Publix, don't forget your reusable bags. Just like a cute little reminder. I'm like, I'm Love so that. tired of people using that as an excuse. Like, oh, I always forget them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like lame excuse. That's why we it's leave ours in our car. Leave them in your car, and if you forget it when you go into the store, go back out and get them. Yeah. Yep. Like, jeez. Not yep. that hard. Anyway, so, yeah, I feel like this is just going to be interesting because... We love it. Yeah, I mean, the Earth is The Earth, I mean. In, <laughs> we do love it. We love the Earth. It's in so much danger because of us. And what blows my mind, and I'm probably going to say this a lot when we talk about this after, but... I don't understand the type of people who say, like, oh, the Earth's already fucked. Like, we might as well. Okay. Even if it was, don't you want to, like, enjoy your time here and not go outside and die a little every time you go outside? I don't, yeah, or just, like, be it, like, we are supposed to be stewards of the planet. Like, you know, if you have kids, you should care. If you plan on having kids, you should give a shit. Yeah. I don't even want to have kids because of this, basically. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of reasons why I don't want to have kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's just uh, the But, top, like, a big one, one is what the list. fuck is the planet going to be like when my kids have kids? Like, if I yeah. were to have children, like, wh- they're going to be, like, having to go outside in fucking gas masks and shit. Because they won't be able to breathe the air <gasps> that, or something. Okay, you said that, and my, like, I saw it in my head, and I cried immediately. Yeah, like, but you know. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I just like I'd never thought about that image before. Oh, I think said. about that a lot. <laughs> it dude. made me really sad. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, oh. like, if even if you don't care, you should care. And if you don't care, <laughs> bye. Do, what do you care about? <laughs> Literally, no. Remember that Tinder bio that says things I don't care about? Yeah. And says climate change is the first thing. <laughs> the yeah. guy, guys, this YouTuber Curtis Connor, he like did a whole thing on soft boys. And that yeah. was in there, and he goes, you have to have some balls to be things I don't care about, and the first thing is climate change. Yeah, that, yeah, that was funny. Like, Damn. I, if I saw that in a Tinder bio, immediate Bye. swipe left. I don't yeah. care, I don't care about anything else. I don't care you if don't you're care. joking. Bye! If you don't care about climate change, I don't care about you. <laughs> Jesus, oh my god, alright. Um, so intro. yeah, so we'll see how this goes. Um, next time you hear from us, we're going to be much fuller and much more under the knowledgeable. Oh, and that. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed very loudly on the phone. Um, and will I cry? Probably. I oh, definitely. Know. I mean, um, this whale is already making me emotional. Yeah, so they're currently diving with a blue whale, which Their is dorsal like a fins mind are so fuck small because they're I can't so even. Big. My brain can't even wrap around how big those are no it's crazy no way it's crazy they had a fucking fan a fan a a motor it does look like a fan a motor attached to their bodies so they could swim with them instead of having a fucking kick all right guys all right we'll see you then or we'll see you another time pew Hello. Here we are. Shit, you guys. Slightly 
more intoxicated, full, and emotional than before. Um, yeah. Can you tell by and way how more, solemn our voices are? Way more emotionally wrecked than yeah. we were earlier. Yeah, I cried. So, yeah. Tears that. were shed, man. That was so hard to watch. Yeah. It was so hard to watch, but it was so, like... Important. Everybody that walks this planet should be required to watch it. Yeah. Because here's the thing, like, <clears throat> a lot of documentaries are, like, one-sided, not backed with, like, facts or, you know, whatever, but it's like, this isn't one of those documentaries. Like, this is what is happening. Yeah. And get with it or die, because those are really your only options. Yeah. I could see how it can be taken one-sided, but it definitely is very... I mean, what's the other like, side? flat, laid flat out. Like, are there actually people who don't think that we are killing every species on the planet? Yeah, there are people that think that. And there are people that, like, there are opposing studies to the livestock stuff. Well, I'm... That all aside, I mean, like... But that's what I'm saying. It's like, for other people, they would be like, oh, well, this is like yelling at my industry or yelling at this and Ugh. like other people are going to think that so i i agree it's very like this is what's going on but yeah dude fuck us up yeah it was a lot all right uh opened with whale sushi yeah was already flaming mad when that happened. yeah really i was like what we're getting whale from where? So, and it wasn't just whale. It was endangered whale. Don't know what kind of whale. It didn't specify. It just said endangered whale. Yeah, these girls um, did like a sting operation, basically. Yeah. The restaurant is shut down, so you can't go get whale. If you want to, bye. If you were thinking about it, yeah. delete us. Yeah. Um, the very first, they like ring you right in with this quote. And it's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. It's probably going to be my Instagram bio soon. <laughs> the whole earth is singing and we've stopped listening. Yeah, so they start like diving Fuck. with blue whales. Up. Which is what we were kind of talking about before. But um, Briefly. they're like, they get recordings of blue whale sounds. Sounds. Yeah. And, like, you can't hear them with the human ear. Inserts blue whale sounds here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, these blue whales make these, like, incredible sounds that we can't hear, you know, yeah. and. It so, just, yeah, like, just hits you right in the soul. Metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. So, turned it into a quote that I'm going to live the rest of my life by. <laughs> um, and. We start talking about, like, how extinctions have worked, what the mass extinctions have been. The five major extinctions, if you didn't know that that's how many there are, you're welcome. Welcome to class. Um, there have been five major extinctions. I didn't know the name of the first one, to be honest, so I also learned something. Ordovician? Or yeah. Okay. Uh, Devonian, Permian, Jurassic, and Cretaceous. If you didn't know the last two, have you ever seen a movie? Um... But yes, I there are the three word more. Cretaceous, just as a fun fact for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that word. It's so cool. We're sending you back to the Cretaceous period yeah. before the. <laughs> okay, also because of that. <laughs> um, 
So those are the five major extinctions. There's also a book mentioned in this called The Sixth Extinction, and Sydney and I literally said, I want to read that at the exact read same it, fucking yeah. time. It was hilarious, and I wish you were here. Um, <laughs> so we're going to read that. Uh, but I bring up the extinctions not only because that's literally what this whole documentary is about, but also because it says in 70, like, he was talking about, like, in 70 years, we have lost multiple species and, like, 70 years sounds like a long time, but that's less than someone's lifetime. And, like, that is literally smaller than a blip on the geologic time scale. Yeah. Like, the Earth has been around for, what, four, what, More 4.5 than billion years? Yeah. Like, So, I... 70 years? Please. Yeah. It's literally nothing. It's literally... Scoff. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. And we just busted up in this bitch and had an industrial revolution, <laughs> and all the fucking sudden, <laughs> shit is dying, dropping like flies left and right. Coincidence? Humankind? <laughs> Man, God busts through the door and is like, hello, world! Except she tell like, oh, I'm sorry. Blue whales? Nah. <laughs> God. Oh, sorry. Tree frogs? Nah, y'all don't need those. <laughs> Goodbye. Jesus Christ. She's dragging all of us, guys. Every single one of us. Um, but she's not also she's not wrong. We gotta do better, man. Um, we'll get there. So we are currently in what's called the Anthropocene, which you mentioned earlier in the intro too. Yeah. It's the new epoch that we have entered. Yeah, I feel like that's only become a term. I feel like that's a very recently. recent term. I didn't know it was like, a term. Like I feel like I learned of the Anthropocene like in my adult life. I don't know like I definitely didn't hear that word in college and we studied that in like multiple of my classes. Like yeah. the mass extinctions were yeah. in at least three of my classes. It's definitely like a new concept I feel like. Um You'd, at least, like, to the general public, you know, like, these, yeah. these people I don't, studying this probably had an idea that it was happening. But I don't know if anybody I know would have known that word. Really? Besides, like, you. Yeah. Or Miranda and Megan. Yeah. Yeah, I Me mean, and my coworkers, maybe. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, it's, it's real shit, you know? Like, we... The Earth was one way, and we... The population went from, you know... I don't, I don't remember the time frame that guy was talking about in Is the documentary. Gwen? No. Oh. Okay. She's just sitting in there. Hey. <laughs> We're potting without you. Um, but he said something like, at one point in time, something happened, but at that point, there was only a billion people on the planet. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Now there's seven. He was, he was talking about China and how, like, they're going through their growing pains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, okay, so when we'll America... later, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there was a point in time where there were only a billion people on the planet, and in comparison to now, yeah, that um, was like places five aren't improving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need a ratio. We need a ratio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, like, I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot of this is going to be good formed thoughts, friends, but also know that we are very passionate about this so we're gonna get like sad and then happy and then yeah. loud and then shit's all over the place like my brain literally feels like English. soup right now yeah because like again i feel like everybody should have to watch that because it's like it was hard and it was gut-wrenching and it's like okay sure yeah. we know sure we know that china is fucked sure we know that all those like western countries are eating and selling shark fin soup like, we all know that that's something that happens, but until you fucking see this shit with your 
eyes. Yeah. I educated you, people on this for so long. We both did, but like, and then yeah. I went back and I still kept doing it. And then I did tours with it. And right. I like, just, yeah, <sighs> like we, we have literally were like paid at one point in our lives to spread the word of this. But until you see it. I mean, and we only saw this documentary. Imagine yeah. how these fucking documentarians felt. Like, yeah, they, they went, and went saw it in to person. these places and they saw the rooftops filled. Like every square inch of the building that they were in is covered in shark fins drying out in the sun. Yeah, and it's just. Like, I would have vomited holy everywhere. Fucking shit! Like, and I don't have a weak stomach. I have skin yeah. deer. Like, like, sure, <laughs> we know it's bad, but like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Got me saying, wow. What's that from? Post Malone. Oh. <laughs> Bitch, that's a Post Malone song. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, the, there's just a lot that went into this documentary, and, like, we're going to be all over the place talking about it because we are very passionate about so many things that happened within it. Also just discovered this cut that's in between my fucking fingers. That's the worst place humanly fucking possible ow yeah. is that a splinter god damn it all right moving on uh the a next quote lots of quotes i hope that they sit with your soul yeah. humanity has become the asteroid let me yeah. say that again humanity has become the asteroid if you don't know what asteroid we're talking about, it's the reason we don't <laughs> coexist with dinosaurs. <laughs> Besides the fact that they would eat all of us. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the asteroid. The very important one. So, yeah, if that if you didn't understand like what Anthropocene means, there it is. Whoop, there it that's is. That's it. What the fuck? We is became this? the asteroid that's just like busting up kicking yeah. the door down. What's scarier is that we are a slow process asteroid which is horrifying probably worse yeah yeah um okay so then we kind of get introduced to our peeps some more or more peeps at least uh this guy quit his job as a cfo to help save endangered species his name is sean heinrichs i guess that's how you say and his i last love name. him and i want to meet him and i want him to be like my uncle and i want to go on sting operations with i will him. marry him and i want or that yeah <laughs> um and i want to like dive with manta rays with him and i just adore him he's great in human. every way he has created this like community of ex-shark fishermen who are now making twice as much taking them out on tours to see whale sharks taking people out on horse to see whale sharks so basically, these people used to make their money fishing for sharks, finning. Are, were they shark finners? I don't really I don't know. know. They didn't specify. Killing, killing sharks basically was yeah. their business. Yeah. And now, um, if you don't know what ego, hi, welcome Gwen just to the party, Gwen. Came in here hot. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with ecotourism or what it is, you should. Well, we could look it up and share the definition. Yeah. Well, and let's clarify. There is a difference between fishing sustainably, commercial fishing, fishing recreationally, shark finning. (laughs) Yeah. There's just like, there's a lot of different things that are happening. So if we are clumping something together and you still have questions, you can find us on Twitter and message us or whatever you need to do to ask us your questions because we are more than happy to answer them or clarify. If we lump something together... We all hate being lumped into things. If we lump something together that you don't understand or you understand it and you're mad about it, don't come at us, but discuss it with us and we will clarify what we mean. Bad shark fishermen 
decided yeah. that they can go be eco-tourists. Which means... And make more money. Tourism directed toward exotic, often threatened natural environments intended to support conservation efforts and observe wildlife. Boom. So, whale sharks is a really good example of ecotourism. So, people were, like, hunting whale sharks and, like, collecting them and cutting their fins off and selling them for medical reasons or whatever the fuck. And now, instead of doing that, they realize, and we'll get into this when we talk about the mantas in Indonesia later also, but... They realize, like, hey, if we don't have these whale sharks, we make no money we and do? we can't survive. And if, yeah, if we kill all the whale sharks, then what? What's that vine? You what? die, then what? Or whatever. And he's like, what you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> oh, with the, with the biscuits? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. That's good. That's good. Well, that's immediately um. what I thought um but anyways yeah so they're like okay so they just it clicks with them somehow and they're like wow we need these animals so what do we do (laughs) so now they just take people out onto boats basically yeah you go snorkeling with whale sharks pay me money and go look at these beautiful creatures and they make twice as much money as they did fucking harass them them. just like go get in the water near them and don't fucking touch them (laughs) yeah um or feed them or feed them. Jesus Christ. Or fucking harass them. Don't do that shit. Anyways. Um, also, like I mentioned, we have a Twitter. So, at Drunkumentaries. Literally, at Drunkumentaries. Because our name is awesome. Um, <laughs> find us on Twitter. We're going to post pictures of all this shit. The shark fins. The everything that's endangered that's for sale out there. Like, we want you guys to see this. We want you to understand the message that we are trying to send, the message that this documentary is sending. And although we are passionate about it, we are not being aggressive towards you because we're literally sitting in our fucking home. I mean, home we're yelling, but we're a little drunk and just, in our like, house. passionate. So Yeah, we're not yelling at you. We are yelling from our passion in our home. If you ever wanted to have a discussion with us, come to our Twitter or come to our house. <laughs> and we will talk to you in a civilized manner <laughs> about what you can do. We will help you. Unless you disagree. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off! Um, All right. So then we see... I just had to put this in there because, like, we're in Florida. So here we are. Um, There was an image of a sewer pipe in the middle of the ocean. Oh, yeah. From Fort Lauderdale. And that shit was spewing. And you know what's crazy, And I was like, what the fuck? Because I never even think about stuff like that. It's like... Yeah, you don't think about it. Like, okay, bitches got bitches got to poop in the toilet. Like, <laughs> like it's twenty nineteen. Yep. Where where you we have indoor plumbing and like, and we can't be shooting that systems. shit in space because what's gonna happen up there? What? <laughs> is it better in the ocean than it is in space? I don't know, but wouldn't it come back down from space? Not necessarily. That depends. Space on. is vast. It depends on how far we shoot the poop in the space. <laughs> Wait, why are we not shooping our <laughs> shooping our poop? <laughs> oh no, we we're spiraling. It? Yeah, we're okay. That was so no, funny. No, but though. I mean, I, it's a way harder to get to space than <gasps> the ocean. Yeah, you can fill the pipes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh uh, man. Yeah. Woo. Oh, and you wanted me to write down direct and indirect hand. I didn't oh, write yeah. down a full sentence, yeah. though. So. Okay, so this guy, um, we are just pinballing everywhere. But... <laughs> it's fine. 
We're good. He says something about there's a direct and an indirect hand of like, I wish I knew the second part of that. But basically. I know. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. He's saying like, so we have our direct impacts on, I'm pretty sure he's talking about carbon dioxide emissions in this case. Right. So it's like, okay, <coughs> so we drive our cars and we emit CO2. That's like a direct, mm-hmm. that's our direct hand in CO2 emissions. Yes. Indirectly, where am I going with this? I don't know. Um, I'm thinking. <laughs> maybe like, <laughs> there are direct ways and then there are ways where like, that we don't even think about. You know, like we're just carrying on in our in our daily lives. Like, think about okay, Empire State Building. Yeah, uh, they like mm-hmm. made the Empire State Building green, yes. and it's like okay, but and then you're like okay, well, uh, a building isn't emitting CO two, but right. you think about all they the electricity that it takes to power it. Change their light bulbs. The, uh, yeah, for lighting, how hard that their AC and heating systems have to work. So they replaced all the windows and they made them more eco-friendly. They replaced all the light bulbs with LED lights and blah, blah, blah. Right. Not only did they save four and a half million dollars on running the building, but also... Saving the planet. Yeah. Hashtag way greener. save the planet. Yeah. Uh, also, I was really satisfied with like... I mean, there was only like two or three roofs. 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 <laughs> <laughs> in the shot of New York, and they had green roofs, which yeah. is cool. Love that concept. Me and my Garden friends actually roof. did a project on that in college. It was cool. Green roofs. Yeah, yeah. We like cool. created this whole company behind it, and like had a whole idea. It was great. Had to figure out the runoff and whatnot. All right, so then we moved to oh, between one third and one half of CO two is absorbed by the oceans. Uh, I wrote down that the ocean's chemistry is changing because even though I didn't have to write that down, it's such an important sentence. The ocean's chemistry is changing (laughs) because we put so much CO2 out there. Um, CO2 forms carbonic acid when it mixes with water and becomes, and so the oceans are becoming more acidic, hence like coral bleaching and all of these other things that literally affect it. But then one of these scientists goes, and I didn't write down any of the names of these guys, but he says, you, if you want to see what a, an acidic ocean would do to the life in it, drop a seashell in a cup of vinegar. And it just And they showed us the image, and it's horrifying. They just go from being, like, these beautiful, like, nature-made... Pieces of art. Be- beings to, to nothing. They just literally crumple. They don't even turn to dust. They disappear because they just are, like, completely destroyed. It's real scary that that our oceans are on their way to something like that. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long. It doesn't matter how long it would take to get there. The fact that we are on our way to that is scary. And this shit is, not only is it already happening, but, like, again, back to, like, if we were to have children, like, they will never see, like, Great Barrier Reef, forget it. Oh, yeah. Without my, a doubt. My grandchildren would not see the Great Barrier Reef. <coughs> no. And if they did, it would be the skeleton of what it once was. I'm telling you right now, I haven't seen the Great Barrier Reef because I haven't been there. And my dad has been there and has seen it and saw the change. Yeah. And, like, we, I went down to the Keys and saw him. And he took me to a place that he loved to go. And he was like, it's already really different. And I was yeah. like, oh, great. It's horrifying. Um, I'm also going to post on our Twitter a link to this video, and I did talk about this already when we were watching it, but it just, it, I think about it every single time, and, like, your political views aside, like, 
it's not fucking okay no. that the um Good. our current administration politically in America um has like an environmental chair. I don't know what the fuck her title is. Yeah, I don't know. But she's something like she's the head of the environmental decisions or some shit. I don't know. She was sitting in front of a board of scientists basically and she doesn't know a goddamn thing about she doesn't know about anything. Like she has no idea. And these scientists are just coming at her and it's so amazing. Because they're like, do you think that the ocean is absorbing, like, carbon dioxide from the atmosphere? And she's like, I I don't have the numbers. I would have to do more research. And then the guy's like, do you think it's more than 50% or less than 50%? And she's like, doesn't know. And he's like, you know these numbers can be measured. You know, like, this guy says, like, it's between a third and a half of the CO2 is absorbed by the ocean. It's like... They're not just coming up with these facts out of their fucking assholes. Like, they're not just pulling it out of nowhere. Like, they know what the Earth used to be like from when we started recording data, and they're rec- they're comparing that to what it is now, and the numbers, like, you can talk all the shit that you want, but you can't refute that. Like, yeah. that's, that is, like, that is science. That is hard science. You can't be like, oh, well, that could be caused from anything. Okay, but... That doesn't change the levels and it doesn't, it doesn't change anything. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's unreal to me. So I'm going to post that video so you can watch that. I will say that video is very one-sided. It's obviously very, I'm pretty sure it's. It's got to be cut together. It's like a now this video, you know, so they're very like democratic and whatever. Yeah. Um, But still good to watch because. It doesn't change what the fuck came out of her mouth and how dumb she looks against these like professional scientists that literally dedicate their lives to studying things like this. And she literally is just like, I have no idea what's going on. And it's like, hey, (laughs) you should. Hey, guess what? (laughs) This is Earth. (laughs) This is Earth. We're killing it, and we can prove that with, like, hard numbers and science. We'll take you with us next time. Yeah. Come on, bitch. We'll show you. Guess what? We don't even have to take you with us, because you can just watch this fucking documentary and know how horrible (laughs) everything is in the world. Bye. (laughs) Did this really depress you? I'm sorry. So here's the thing. It, this was very triggering. Like, this was very emotional, this whole thing. But the thing is, like, it's one of those things you and I know, especially just because of, like, our... Our lives. Yeah. And what we choose to care about in the world. Yeah. Like, we we already knew all this was going on. You and I both knew everything that we saw in this video, in this documentary was already happening. We knew it. Right. But again, to We still cried it, about it. We both sat here on the couch and fucking cried. Even at one point, I was like, Cheyenne, don't fast forward. Like, we need to see this. We need to feel this. We need to know (laughs) what is happening. And I was like, I can't. But it's like... I already tried closing my eyes. I gotta go. It was so fucking horrible to see the things that we saw. But at the same time, it's like... Sure, we know what's going on, but... Like, there it is right before our eyes. And it's like... And I'm telling you guys right now, as a conservationist, as someone who grew up hunting and i was a six-year-old and had literally no idea that hunting was a conservation effort 
until my dad finally explained it to me when I was like a preteen. And he was like, this is why we can do this. And this is why it helps. And this is what would hinder it if we did it this way. And like then going to college and studying wildlife management, I was like, wow, all of this makes sense. As somebody who has gone hunting only for food, not for sport. Yeah. Used all of the animal, not just to like see it. Like it's, there's a whole like background behind hunting and fishing and different things like that. But to someone who has done that and has, this is going to sound so bad, who has seen an animal die, not in an instance where, like, it had to be put down or it died of natural causes, who has seen that, watching this documentary still made me cry because it is so different. And, like, it was within their culture and it's still something, it's so important to them to get that done. It's their job. They don't think anything of it. And for us to see it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Oh my god! Okay. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy too that me and you, you know, if if they were on the other side of this, watching this happen, they would just be like critiquing their methods of hunting the yeah, mantas. Fucking probably. Whereas yeah. we are sitting there like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. When he like was like finning it from the water, and you were like, okay, fucking stop. Yeah. 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 He you just can't even get to the shore me. before they start like dismantling the body. Dismantling. So basically, I guess we'll just skip. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the manta rays out there. Oh my god. Okay, so since we're on the subject, we're just gonna totally skip over basically yeah. the whole. We can. We can. Yeah. Go back to this. the other. So. End. Um, they go to this little town in Indonesia. Lamerka. It's called Lamerka. Lamer- yes. And yeah. they get there. And these people, this is how they describe it. So they go to visit these people. These people, they're very, like, is it a third world country? I don't know I what guess. to find. They are, Lamerka is a village yeah. on Indonesia, in Indonesia. It's like a remote ass island. Yeah, like. it's like in its own little corner. And, like, literally all the kids know each other. And what I mean, there's hundreds of kids there. Yeah. There's hundreds of kids and they all know each other. Yeah. They all flock to the shores when they bring so the So, these people. So, like, these two guys, the white men, they come in and they're like. <laughs> Hello. Hey. We're white And guys. the Indonesians, the people of the village, they're like, we feel like you're, you're here to tell us to stop hunting mantas. But you better have. A an, backup. Plan. An alternative to offer us with. <laughs> because, listen up. This is our life. Yeah. Like, their entire culture, their entire, like, the only way that they make money, the, they say, like, this this is how how we we make our our money, this is how we have our kids' education, this is how we pay for it, this is how we better our children's lives, is by taking these beautiful, majestic, like, angelic creatures... Fucking didn't say those words. (laughs) Sydney inserted those words. I'm just saying what they are, Okay. (laughs) Fucking being on the front of a boat, leaping off into the wide ass ocean and harpooning a manta ray and then stabbing it in the brain so it dies and its whole body goes limp just to bring it onto the shore to dismanta it. Oh, my God. Guys. It was the that was the hardest part. This, that was that was yeah, the part that, that Cheyenne inevitable. wanted to fast forward. Yeah, I was like, like no, I we have can't. to watch it. I can't. And I, I, I already I'd never seen it. She was like, "You're gonna have to close your eyes or something." And I was like, "Sydney, I already tried that. Like, <laughs> I gotta go." It is absolutely the most horrible thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, 
But like that's the thing is that these people they don't know they literally don't they know don't any feel better. that like their because, whole yeah. culture is built around this and they don't realize the impact impact that they have and how negative it is because right. it's so positive for them in their tiny right. little world. Yeah, and this like this for me triggered a um like a good memory at are you gonna cry because oh my god. <laughs> Gwen she's not even crying at the mantis. Like she's that. crying at Gwen. She looks so cute. <laughs> um, it, like, brought up a really good memory for me from when I was, I, when I was with a former company <laughs> that I really love. Um, and they brought up this project that they had partnered with. Um, and the project was in Africa. And the people that had gone there, so, like, the woman and her team had gone, had, oh, my God, words. They went to Africa, and they recorded all of this data about um, the loss of large cats, specifically lions, in the area. It was a carnivore project, but lions were the main sus- subject. Um, and how, like, lions obviously eat livestock because they don't have good enough fencing there to protect their livestock. Um, lions are a large part of, like your status, your economic status, and your other statuses, I guess. Um, And then you not only have to build your status from killing lions, you also have to, like, kill a lion to even be accepted into the community as a male Mm -hmm. in general. So, like, all of these things are built around their culture and their tradition, and these people live in the middle of nowhere in Africa because that is their current culture. That's where they are. They can go to towns and they can trade and they can buy things and they can grow things, but they mostly have livestock and it mostly gets eaten by lions because they can't protect it <coughs> with their bare hands. Which, but they need like, their livestock. Yeah, to make any money or eat or anything like that. So, like, fair. All of this is fair. Protect what you got to protect. But they didn't understand the impact they were having on the lion population. So these white people come in there. And, guys, I know we say white people like it's a bad thing. We are also white people. We just understand what it's like. We don't understand. We see what it's like for other cultures to have this white person just walk up in there and be like, yo, what's up? I got solutions for your problems. And they're like, what problems? Let me dismantle your whole establishment. Yeah. And it's like, that's already jarring enough. So they literally had to go out to Africa and build this camp. And these people, and I'm telling you guys, this tribe was so... In their own bubble that they were so scared to come up to them. They would not talk to them. They refused. They did not go near their campsite. And the moment, the funniest part of this whole story, the moment they laid out, like, solar-powered cell phone chargers and, like, had their plugs and everything plugged in, all of the tribal leaders brought their fucking cell phones to, and first of all, I was very floored when they were like, oh, they brought all their cell phones to charge. And I was like, these people have cell phones? They're walking around with loincloths and spears, and they have cell phones. That is a very bizarre concept. Right? I was like, that's what brought them to you guys? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. So, they're charging their cell phones. They all become friends. Great. Wonderful story. Wow. Technology. Yeah. Bringing the world together. Um, While simultaneously tearing it apart, but that's a whole <laughs> other story. Carry on. Yeah, so many things. Um, and basically, okay, long story short... They changed this whole culture. These people came in, showed them the impact that they were having by killing all these lions on themselves and on the on wildlife and the ecosystem in general. 
And this whole culture transitioned to using lions as a sacred source of, like, representation. If you don't kill a lion, if you protect the livestock, if you, like, do these incentives, they had, like, wildlife camera traps, so they started, like, posting camera traps everywhere. And if your specific, like, family or your specific town got this amount of pictures of this specific animal and you built up enough points, you got points for your town so that you got more books for your education. They built schools, they got books, they got clothes. They have so many things just because these people in this project were like, we want to show you what's going wrong and why this is wrong. And their whole culture flip-flopped. Yeah. I'm about to cry. (laughs) Just a heads up for everyone. It literally warms my heart (laughs) to its core, to its little black core, that somebody, that a whole group of people can just decide one day that they're going to change. Yeah. For the lions. (laughs) Right. And I mean, and that's what happened with these people kind of with the mantis too, because these guys came in and they were like, listen, like, I mean, I don't know how exactly they worded it to the people, but at the end of it, they watched this interview with a fisherman and he's like, listen, man. My kid's not even going to know what these look like if I keep doing this. He's like, if we keep killing them, yeah, my my kids won't even know, they won't even know what it is. Where, like, my whole life has revolved around them. My, My kids, kids or whatever, like, they won't even know that they ever existed because if we keep doing this, they're going to be gone. Yeah. Similar to these people with the lions, you know? So it's just like, it can happen. And the fact that these people, <coughs> one day this guy's a CFO of a company, and then, like, however many years later, he's, like, changing the whole, like, cultural perspective of a tiny village in Indonesia to save wildlife? Yeah. Like, Get me on your team, dude. Get me on your team. <laughs> How do I do this job? Put yeah. me on your sting operations. <laughs> Take down these. I will go and- undercover for you. Yeah. It's <sighs> insane, honestly. And the thing is, like, okay, why do we care? Why do we care, Cheyenne? Because. Why do we care? Without any of this, nothing is functional. Yeah. Like, that That for me is the, is the big thing. It's like, oh, God, I gotta stop crying. Without functioning oceans and forests and animals that provide those functioning ecosystems without their fucking poop this coral coral is not eating without fish poop yeah i'm telling you right now okay let's like where are we at in our notes with phytoplankton um literally nowhere because we went okay well (laughs) let's talk about we we can yeah i was gonna say we can just find it in here so we care because like everything on this planet is intertwined into a web and if the one, one of the slightest pieces of the puzzle go missing, everything gets thrown off. Yeah. And that can be life-threatening, not only for all these species, but hello! Yeah. Us too! Yeah. Like... That, I think, is what gets me the most, is when people are like, okay, but how does this affect me? Affect me? And I'm literally like, are you, are you kidding? Without oxygen? It might not affect you right now in this very moment in time, but if it doesn't affect you personally right now, it's going to either affect you later or it's going to affect your kids. It's going to, like, like we're doomed. Yeah. Or, like... You should give a shit about that. For me, what scares me is that, like, I know, and I haven't ever had this. I cannot confirm, cannot confirm or deny, but I know that there are people out there that think, like, we think 
oh, like our kids won't see this. We don't even want kids. Let's clarify. But for people that have or want kids that are like, my kid will never see a panda bear. Some people out there probably are like, I don't care if my kid ever sees a panda bear. Yeah. And that... Yeah. Go to fucking hell. <laughs> I, my mom told me when I was a kid, don't you ever tell someone to go to hell. Nobody nobody deserves that unless they have, like, murdered you or me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, mom, I've never told anybody to go to hell. If you think that your kid doesn't deserve to see a panda bear, die. <laughs> we are it. 100 people. <laughs> Uh, you probably don't deserve to die, but like, kinda. Does you it, deserve to get punched in oh, the that's, fucking is face. Is that the time? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Okay. You definitely deserve a punch in the mouth. Yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry for being dramatic. <sighs> I just like. I mean, honestly, I guess that's just a difference of upbringing. I don't know. A difference yeah. of just like things you care about, but yeah, I cannot imagine or fathom or ever understand the people who who <coughs> think like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it doesn't um, fucking matter what i do because already- also psa this is just something that i picked up something about glycerin sulfate they get from manta gills it's for sore joints it's in medicine that's like for sore joints and stuff so now i'm gonna like double check all my meds so like psa double check all your meds for glycerin sulfate from manta gills it's probably not going to say from Mantigales. Just I a wonder heads if up. that is. Um, it sounds like a very typical like a ingredient, and it scares thing, me. Or if that's just like in Chinese medicine. I don't know. And he's well. He said that. they that he said they ground them up and then send them off. And I was like, send them where? <laughs> so yeah. now I'm sad and curious. So I don't think we made any notes about the phytoplankton thing, but basically, I don't think so. these um, this one this scientist he does a whole TED talk, which we should try <clears throat> to find. Yeah. About phytoplankton, and literally, it's organisms that live in the ocean that we cannot see we could never see with the naked eye but they collect beautiful. these samples with and look at them under microscopes and they're just tiny it's gorgeous it's literally a whole nother world they're y'all. so shiny they're just so like, <laughs> like it's child. insane how small they are but how like how important they are and not even that but how like detailed you yeah. know like they're so tiny it's like a snowflake yeah it's because you like can't... Like, you look at a snowflake under a microscope, and it has, like, these perfect, like, geometric patterns and blah, 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 and it's, like, these little tiny phytoplankton, without them, the whole world dies. Yeah. And we can't even see them with our naked eye. They are food. They are oxygen. They are like, not food for us. Food for living things in the ocean. Like and the on land. Like, is a real thing. Yeah. And... And they're the <laughs> very foundation of it i'm sorry just the fact that we have to con- reconfirm reconfirm the that food the food chain, chain is, a is a real thing you were ever confused <laughs> so yeah it's just like it's just a really good like way to illustrate how everything is connected to yeah everything yeah everything's connected to everything a few things to look well two things to look into that i did take notes on that i am personally going to like find them on all social media and stock the living daylights out of them and like I got a lot of inspiration from this whole documentary as far yeah. as my, like, artsy, fartsy parts of me. Um, Joel Satori does a series called Photo Arc. He, his goal is to, and this was in 2015, so if he reached the goal or if he's still working on it, is to capture, picture-wise, 
capture all like captive species in photos and i think that's amazing because he literally got a photo of the last living rabs rabs yeah rabs tree frog or toad or something and it's the last living one i don't know if it's still alive once it dies it's completely extinct it's gone and somebody has that animal and is taking care of it yeah and he got a picture of it. Um, um, and then Eric Good, who's a part of the Turtle Conservancy. And he has just a whole fucking room filled with turtles so and their little warm lights. And it's adorable. They talk, too, about how, like, amphibians are really important as far as, like, keystone species go. Um, if you don't know what a keystone species is, Google it. But basically, they're, like, it, keystone species is interchangeable with indicator species is that correct i believe so so basically like because it indicates which kind of environment you're in so like keystone for florida is a gopher tortoise because and okay and if the gopher tortoises are suffering then you know that something wrong is wrong in that environment environment is suffering okay yes um so a lot of amphibians are indicator species for different ecosystems because they're so sensitive to changes in the environment so if you notice that like an indicator species is suffering, like, you know that there's something else going wrong, like, on a on a bigger scale. Like, mm-hmm. there's something bigger than just that species that, like, something is off and that species is suffering because of it. Yeah. Uh, I think that so also goes of- for our whole ocean, though. And that's I think true. that's something that people yeah, miss, too. That's true. It's because, like, because species on land is a lot easier for us to observe. Right. And so I feel like the ocean gets forgotten because it's so large yeah. and it's, like, it is our... It is Earth's yeah, indicator true. species. I mean, phytoplankton. Yeah. How, how much research are people doing on phytoplankton? Probably a lot, but we don't know about it. Yeah. And nobody really cares about it, except for people like us. Right. Which, like, goes back <laughs> like, to... who else watched that documentary and was like, look how cute the phytoplankton are. Oh, my God. <laughs> what were I they called? Them. The comb jellies? Comb jellies. Well, they're comb not jellies. phytoplankton, but they're so beautiful. They were little babies. Little babies. They're so cute. Anyways. Um... <laughs> There is a podcast called, um, what is it called? It's by the Maryland Zoo in Baltimore. I can't fucking remember can't what the think podcast of it. is called. God damn it. Anyways, the icon for the podcast podcast <coughs> is green. <laughs> the Maryland Zoo's podcast. Just search Maryland Zoo and yeah. in the podcast app. And they have a whole is, episode sure about Panamanian it. golden tree frogs and how like they were super su- they were like on the brink of extinction and then they did this whole like super amazing conservation effort and now they're like reintroducing Panamanian golden tree frogs back into the wild in Panama. And it's like super cool and amazing. I and, amazing. Yeah. It's like incredible. Um but like I say that, that because it's important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Guys, I wish we had video that went with this. She, like, mic dropped. It's important. Woo! Uh, it's all con- amphibians are important. So another crazy part, we're kind of backtracking here a little bit, but there's just so much to say about this, you guys. There's a lot just, that happened in this whole oh, thing. You just got to watch it and understand it, and I hope that what we're saying, like, at least... But also, that's why we're here, so that they if don't watch it. If you don't watch it. watch it, like, at least you understand how fucking important and... Yeah, like, whatever. I mean, we're getting the... I'm proud of us for all of these, though, so far, because we get the point across that's in the documentary yeah. and also get that's our true. points across, yeah. which is nice. For okay, sure. keep going. Um, So, backtracking to, like, 
Chinese people and they're like killing all these sharks and mantas for medicinal purposes, they straight up say in this documentary, all of that shit is based in folklore. And it's not just like a random Chinese person that is like, oh, it's all based in folklore. That's why I don't buy this. No, it's a traditional Chinese medicine doctor. Like he, yeah, like his degree and his life is in traditional Chinese medicine, and he's like, it's all so basically these. And let me just say too, the people who are in charge of doing all of these illegal fucking trades, they know this shit. Oh, he literally goes, they believe it cures cancer, and I made forty four thousand eight hundred dollars. He's like, and I do say they believe because I know that it's not true, and I'm lit. Like they, they know consciously that they're just doing it for money, and that is like. Such a mind fuck to me. Yeah, that like they that people know are that horrible. They're out there literally killing. Oh, oh, and then the guy. Um, so they're talking about shark finning, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, in shark finning, they catch a shark on the side of a boat. They cut off its dorsal fin. They cut off its two pectoral fins. They throw that motherfucker back in the back in the ocean. It cannot swim. It drowns. It dies. It's like, an ocean animal that is now suffers. drowning. Yeah. Yeah. But the guy goes, he's like, so these greenies, they're, they're referring to, like, environmental activists as greenies. He's like, the greenies think that uh, that we kill, or no, that, that we, we, let them we fin the live. sharks and we let them live. And he's like, that's just not true. And me and Cheyenne are just looking at each other like, so he legitimately thinks that it's better. That he's killing 250,000 sharks a day. all of day. these sharks so that they don't suffer. And it's like, okay, glad they're not suffering, but also, like, you're still taking 250,000 sharks out of the ocean. Then how do we have all these, all this footage of these live sharks without their fins? Yeah. Who's doing that, sir? (laughs) Who's doing that? It's sir. It's definitely not me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I haven't laughed like that in so long. That's so funny. Oh, shit. Like, what the fuck? It was just so crazy that he's like, does he think that it's better or more like morally sound that he's just killing them instead? Like, that's just crazy. I just want But yeah, so like these men, they literally think that like, like they're doing this for money and that's all that matters. And that's so heart wrenching to me. Yeah. I mean... Honestly, if you and guys... wow, that can be applied to so many different things in this world, but we're only talking about shark finning right now. Yeah. If there was anything that I got emotional over during tours, it was shark finning. Yeah. I remember taking people back and being like, here's one of my favorite parts of the tour because I get to tell you about something that I'm very passionate about that nobody really knows about. And I say, mm-hmm. have you ever had or heard of shark fin soup? And a lot of times I'll get, like, some adults that are, like, nodding because they, like, recognize that, like, wordage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know if they've ever, like, eaten shark fin soup. They fucking then, better like, not have. Yeah. And then, like, kids are like, no. And I'm just like, all right. And then I lay it out for them. And I have, like, seen older people, like, an elderly couple get emotional. Yeah. I've seen kids, like, jaws drop. And, like, first of all, that makes me very happy that these people have no idea. Because then that means that I am making an impact. And I always tell them, like, people are always like, oh, you can mention shark fin soup. And I'm like, okay, but if we don't tell them how they can help with shark fin soup, if they're already not eating it, they're not going to think of anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you 
know that you <clears throat> if you know of a restaurant or a family friend or anybody in the world that eats shark fin soup that you know you tell them to stop yeah you go to a restaurant because that has shark fin soup on the menu too, be like hey do you know what goes into getting your shark fins yeah the thing about it too is like it's not even <laughs> is it it's just like a social it's yeah yeah Isn't it's, it like oh if I you went, can afford shark fin soup you are higher on the socio yeah and it's scale. like wow congratulations and also it's broth with a shark fin on top there's and spices broth spices and a shark fin there's yeah. no nutritional value fun fact go oh fuck yourselves <laughs> also yao ming doing the most oh yeah wow <laughs> yeah throwing ming it really thriving in. in his post pro basketball career he's a post chinese basketball player that that made no sense what i just said that is in a cheesy ass commercial it's about shark so fin cringy, soup, but and it's, it's so, so yeah, I was like, it's so good, and it's my favorite cheesy commercial ever. He's basically they're, advocating for people to stop eating shark fin soup. Yeah, there's China, like, and it's so great. They're in this like giant restaurant, and then you see like the big like tank on the side where like they can be eating dinner next to the sharks or whatever, and then in this corner you see where the screen changes and it's like a live shark without its fins, and it's really just sad, like, and it closes in on his face and he's just and he pushes his shark fin soup away and so does everyone else yeah and we're like all right yumming get it so yeah he's just really doing the most doing the most i'm closing i'm closing the pizza box man okay all right we'll compile in a second uh yeah so sorry i'm moving my phone around really crazy that the world is like this What do we do, man? I'm so fucking fired up. Like, I put me on a plane and I just want to go, like, fired up. Guys, stop. Do this anymore. Like, this is not okay. (laughs) We should start a series, guys. You can't do this anymore. But I mean, at the same time, like, I mean, the one guy said, the Indonesian guy, he was like, listen, if you're here to tell us to stop hunting mantas, you better have a backup backup plan for us. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's, they don't know any better. They just need to be like educated in. That's the big thing is people just have no opportunities for education in these areas. Yeah. It's, and I mean, to that extent, I mean, even people here, I'm being very honest, people that can't go visit conservation areas, people that don't go to museums or aquariums or anything like that, people that aren't open to the education behind it. That really is what pisses me off is that people are just like. Nah, so I don't, okay don't want to go to a there. zoo because there's an animal in a really nice environment without any predators and, and bad weather really and enriched, but whatever. full of delicious food that they didn't have to hunt for. I don't want to go there because that's bad. If you can't tell. Like, who told you that? We're being fucking sarcastic. Who told you We that? love zoos and aquariums. They're doing the most as well. Not just Yao Ming. Um... All right, so let's talk about the last. We also want to leave with a Jane Goodall quote. Yeah. Uh, well, not leave, but insert. Without hope, we fall into apathy. There's still a lot worth fighting for. Love Jane Goodall. That great man, human. I, I definitely cried when she said that because, yep. again, that just brings me back to my point from earlier of just like, you know, you can't just we cannot just throw our hands up and sit back and watch this and be like, oh well happen especially the older generations that i think are doing that and like like my mom i'm like you gotta stop using straws 
something as simple as you stop using straws because I know that you don't live at home by yourself anymore. You can recycle because you and the family that you live with recycle. So that is helpful. The fact that you're doing that makes me very proud to be your daughter because I know that other things are not as easy for you. And like, so stuff like that makes me really happy. I wish I could remember there was another quote in this thing too. I think it was just like a thing on the screen. Oh, it's it's how the documentary ends. They say like start with one thing. Yeah. Find your one thing. Yeah, start with one thing. Start I with think- one thing is the hashtag find your thing is the like end sentence yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Start with one thing literally like Okay, do straws make up more than half of the plastic po- pollution in the ocean? No, it doesn't. But is it something that just to make you more conscious and to make you more aware of the single use that you are using trash that you use on a daily basis? Yeah, it does. When I started, because I'll be honest with you guys, before college, didn't notice any of this. Didn't care. Not that I didn't care. Just didn't notice it. I didn't cringe when I saw a plastic bag on the side of the road. I was yeah. just like, oh, somebody should pick that up. And then I <laughs> yeah. kept going. Yeah. Like, now when I see a plastic bag in the road or when a I box or anything. Anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, a lot of the times I'll see it, like, flying down the road and I'm like, motherfucker, in or my car by myself yeah. for no reason. Or when I see just, like, walking out of the grocery store with, like, hundreds of bags. Oh, like, God. Like, a whole family of seven grocery haul all in plastic bags. All of it double bagged because. There was a lady in a Hobby Lobby. I got one thing left without a bag because I could carry that one thing. And in front of me, she got like six different canvases. Every single canvas that was already wrapped in plastic got its own giant ass plastic bag. When I tell you guys, I immediately Snapchatted and called multiple people to vent to them because I almost screamed at her from across the parking lot and been like you didn't have to fucking do that like do you you're feel welcome better? for the echo in my home do you feel better that all of your shit is individually plastically bagged and after it's already wrapped in plastic and they're blank canvases that you're not gonna fucking smudge in your goddamn car yeah. my body is warm i gotta stop <laughs> it made me so bad just like the guy that was like here's a straw in case Uh, God. <laughs> um oh my god all right I but wait, honestly w- were straws your one thing that like straws was my one you? thing yeah yeah I yeah. feel like it was for me too and yeah listen y'all Cheyenne and I really only started like being very conscious of our single use waste I'd say a in the last year yeah year to say. two years because we met in 2017 yeah we were a little bit before that we were conscious of it we just weren't able to like we weren't finding we weren't action really, and we weren't really executing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. there was no execution I behind it we were trying to figure bags, it out i think at that point but that right. was probably as far i did that as in college yeah i did that in college and that was because like i didn't really but go I can't anywhere tell y'all the last time i used a plastic <laughs> straw to be honest i still have a ton in my Except car when they like when we went to fucking soto sushi yeah and they just, yeah yeah oh when they bring the straw already in the cup and i'm like you guys not only does this place brings you water without asking which is beautiful i love that yeah. but they bring you they bring everybody a cup of water with a plastic straw already in it and then if you get another drink they'll bring you another cup with another straw already in it without you fucking asking cringy and if you need a refill 
Alehouse does that new too. Straw. If you need a refill, they take your entire cup, they bring you a new cup with a new straw. I know that this is like one of those movements that people are like, oh, stop shoving it down my throat. And it's like, no, no. No. Stop, stop shoving, shoving it down the earth's throat. <laughs> I was going to be like, stop shoving straws down turtles' nose. Yes! Yes! <laughs> exactly. It's just Stop that being selfish. It's a, it's a very simple solution that has literally, literally, let me say it one more time, literally zero excuses. Physical ailment, mental ailment, any other fucking ailment that requires a straw can be used with a metal, silicone, metal with silicone tip. Bamboo. Bamboo. Glass. Paper. Glass. Straws. All of which are made. Pop. All of which hey, guess are what? purchasable. And all of which are reusable that you can wash besides paper. Wash. Clean. Reuse it over and over and over again yeah. so you don't have to get more plastic fucking straws. Let Woo! Me, let me fuck your world up for a second also. If you follow me on Snapchat, you already saw this. But me and our friend Megan went to a restaurant at the pier at the beach. Their straws pasta. were made of Pasta. It was a pasta noodle pasta in the shape straws. of a straw that they gave us. Which was is it amazing. served in a plastic cup? Yeah. But you know what? I fell <laughs> past that because it's recyclable. It's recyclable. Step one. Step straws one. Straws are not pasta straws. Pasta straws. Buy some pasta, use it as a straw. So just to reiterate that you have no excuses, oh, you God. can make a straw. To We're pasta really laying into you guys, and we know probably all 25 of you (laughs) and we love you a lot for putting up with what we're doing right now um it's just like give a shit you know is it so fucking hard to give a shit yeah is it that hard some people yeah yeah (laughs) for some people it really is that's crazy um let's get to our like last section of this because it's also still a lot yeah there's still a lot to talk about but like this is a good section the producers and directors and all of that of this video of this documentary brought together Leilani Munter which is a NASCAR driver who she says it literally she says it can't just be the environmentalists that care and we were like yeah Yeah. so yes she's right can't just be the environmentalists that care because then we're just gonna be right where we are the rest of our lives excuse me and they partner with Leilani Munter Elon Musk at Tesla and Obscura Tech, um, which creates, like, movement graphics and digital media. So, like, any of the projection shows on the Sydney Opera House and where else was it? Uh, What was before Sydney Opera House? Something cool. I don't, I don't remember. remember. That's okay. Somewhere cool. Like and the United Nations or some shit? That was the current one. That was the oh. thing that they did. So he d- he does a lot of other cool things. Basically, these three people and the producers and the like conservation guys that are doing the documentary all partnered up to create this display in New York on, um, on the United Nations buildings and just kind of throughout New York. Like, they, like, projected, um, like, chemical compounds on the fog that was coming up from factories. They uh, turned the shell station symbol into a seashell and then did the, like, filled it up with water, like, filled up the building with water image and then, like, did the vinegar disappearing thing. They also got pulled over, which was really fucking annoying. They were just like, oh, we'll, like, do it somewhere else. And they were like, you want us to do it on your steam or on your smoke? And he goes, that's not smoke. It's steam. And he's like, can we project on your steam? And he goes, nah. (laughs) Okay. There were, 
there were two instances, <coughs> two out of two instances where they were recording these people using these cool ass cameras and technology. Yeah. The cops not even people, over. just like things Guess around what? them. Mind your own fucking business. Yeah, literally, like the first time, the first instance was they were doing carbon dioxide. So like they weren't recording anything in particular except for the road around them. They were just they driving and the camera, camera was on. On top of their van and they're riding around and they had this dope ass camera that was like. Uh, recording CO2 emissions in real time. Yeah. So they're it's got a carbon dioxide through... lens from the ultraviolet yeah. scale. Thing. So they're driving through the road and they're recording <coughs> like uh, emissions from cars. Yeah, exhaust. Exhaust. They're recording exhaust from all these cars and <laughs> and it's showing like you can see the emissions yeah. because you don't see it with your naked eye. You don't yeah. know that that's what's happening so nobody thinks about it. Yeah. So there's that so black they, smoke you see coming from truckers is not even the half of it. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, yeah, these cops are like, hey, what you doing in here? I love the, the guy's like, oh, just like a little science experiment. Yeah. Science I'm project. Like, yeah. Which, not wrong. Um, so they all do these, and they do these amazing, and this is where I lost my fucking mind. They All these projections are amazing and beautiful, and they did the sounds with it, and people Major in sounds. New York City are all stopping in their fucking tracks. And let me tell you, when my heart fucking stopped, because these people in this big-ass city that don't pay attention to literally anything else, maybe they do as an individual. Maybe they're using reusable straws in their home. Maybe they don't use bags. Maybe they are environmentally conscious in their home within themselves. And then they go outside and they have to ride a bike through the middle of New York City where literally everything is happening all at once and their mind is on getting from point A to point B and they have to stop in their tracks because something gorgeous is happening all around them and it's all has to do with nature. Yeah. God. It was really cool, yeah. It was definitely something like, even if they, and even on the flip side of that, even if they didn't give a shit and they watched that and then like (coughs) went back to not giving a shit, at least they have that image in their mind. A seed is there. And eventually it's going to click. Yeah, a seed yeah. was planted. A seed was planted, exactly. And that, like, people on their bikes were slowing down and, like, stopping and pulling their phones out. And people with children, oh. people, like, stopped and, like, sat yeah. and watched all and of these projections happen. it even happen. started showing, like, it started listing all these endangered slash extinct species and showing, like, yeah. there's only this many of this species left. There's only this many of this species left. And it's just, like, a lot of the times people just don't know. Like, they just don't get it. And it's, yeah. like, okay, well, like, here. Yeah, here, here like, it is. We're throwing the information out you at you. Like, please grasp it and understand it and, like, give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, oh, God, it's so important. Um, We could probably talk about this documentary for, like, another hour. We're not gonna. But I'm gonna leave you guys with this because it's very, very, very important. And a lot of this, like I already mentioned, that this inspired a lot of my, like, artsy-fartsy self. Because getting into photography again, getting into videography again, projects are, like, mulling in my mind. Our friend Miranda's about to be back. She's gonna help me with projects, and I'm gonna force her to. (laughs) Love you, Miranda. I am so very inspired, and I really hope that you guys are. I know that all you did is listen to us talk about this and rant and scream and get passionate it was and very listen to me cry place, but y'all i just if you know us which you do 
Uh you're okay with it just leave with this better to light one candle than curse the darkness so for us we already stated it we cannot just be throwing our hands in the air we cannot just say why bother with that one candle you can light somebody else's candle so you like, are you can be the light somebody waltzes up and he's and like they, hey i need some of that they borrow your flame guess what that doesn't take away from your flame hey getting them it just sparks their flame getting them <laughs> it's so important you guys like i just my heart swells with just like need to help yeah it does it really does i Really, I read that quote, and I wanted to leave you guys with something really inspiring, so I'm going to leave you with something else really inspiring. We're not saying our bread twists are greater than sliced bread, but we're not saying they aren't. (laughs) And I hope you listened through the whole fucking podcast so that you could get to that line from Domino's. Oh, you're fucking welcome. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, you guys, um, find your one thing. Jesus Christ. Light uh, somebody else's candle. We hope we lit yours. If you're going to have kids, give a shit about what the planet's going to look like for them. Give a shit in general. Yeah. Don't eat shark fin soup. Yeah, don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Shit. <laughs> uh, ask us questions. Let's do the spiel. You ready? Twitter and all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can do it if you want to do it. I just didn't know what you were talking about. Like, we have a what spiel? We just started with interludes. I didn't know what spiel. <laughs> yeah, we added an interlude. Hope you guys caught that. Um, All right. So you can follow us on Twitter at Drunkumentaries. Again, Twitter at Drunkumentaries. Um, we are going to try and be more active on there. We're still working on that. I put that in Sydney's court because I don't know how to use the Twitter. Yeah, and I just... <laughs> I haven't actively used Twitter in, like, about two and a half years, so like, I, I forget that it exists. Yeah, I'm really bad about, like, I want to just, like, post a quick update versus, like, we can be posting these pictures and all that. So we'll do that. We're going to post I'm pictures of these images. Videos. We're going to post links to the images. We're going to post links to... Everything. Everything that we talked about that you should reference. Yeah. Also, our podcasts are uploaded there, so if you use Twitter more than, like, checking your podcast app, just look on there follow us um you can follow me on instagram at c jerica c j e r r i c a thanks and you can follow me on instagram at sid m with four d's four d's um got a blog (laughs) (laughs) i almost said something like (laughs) it's a bad reference it's a what Vine reference. Oh, well, now you're going to say it. D's nuts. <laughs> Shit. Wow. Don't apologize for that. That was amazing. I hadn't heard that as a reference in a long time. I know. Um, you can also, like, if you're a nerd or you're just interested, you can read my blog, com slash whale hello there. Spelled like a animal whale. That's not cute. Well, yeah, because I really need to get back on my environmental blogging shit. I haven't done that in a while either. Well, if this doesn't light a fire under your ass, <laughs> nothing will. If you've ever heard Sydney's southern accent, you're welcome. There she is. There it is. Um, I think that's it, right? Twitter? Yeah. Instagram? Sorry blog. for the long app, but... Um, I'm not. 
Okay, yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> Listener Joe. Oh, follow Gwen at Lil Cat Gwen. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That was getting me. Of course. Definitely do that. Bye, guys. Love you. Peace.